1: No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
2: Welcome to What's Next. This is a podcast where we talk about all the things that are current in the world right now. We dissect issues and then we give our hopes for the future and a few predictions as well.
1: Hi, I'm Lara Pradelska. I am normally in normal life, in real life. I'm an actress, a voiceover artist, a broadcaster, and I am now a podcaster as well.
2: I'm Lara Fraser, I am a DJ, I'm a producer and radio host And our first series was actually together under the La La's And in this series we have a really exciting guest host And she is the guru of all things health Thank you girls,
3: Um, I'm Sarah Melindwa I'm a TV presenter uh, and a qualified nurse And I also work in the fashion industry as a stylist and fashion editor
2: so nice that we're all here in this room together because, you know, recording mm-hmm.
1: in the studio has only really just come back. First of all, I want to do a check-in. How is everybody? Sarah?
3: Good. Like you said, Lara, it's so good to just be working away from home for a di- for a change um, and being in a studio and actually physically mm-hmm. seeing people. So it's been a long time. So, yeah, it's so nice to get out of the house. Um Yeah, I've made it through the year. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I wanted
1: to check in because you were on the front line and we had you on our last podcast. And that was one of the episodes that I have to say, people just kept, and myself, kept Mm. re-listening to. And just for a little bit of context, you were, in fact, on the front line, you were working at a hospital. Can you Mm. give us a little bit of background of what happened to you last year?
3: Yeah, so I, um, like I said, I'm a qualified nurse. I've been a nurse for like 14 years now. And um, I used to work in acute medicine, so in a hospital setting as a ward nurse. And I specialise in sexual health and HIV, which is completely different to working in a hospital. as a specialist mm-hmm. specialist area. So in terms of looking after sick, sick people, it'd been a long time. And then, um, so about nine years since I left the hospital. And then when coronavirus hit, as you guys remember from like last March, like over a year ago now, there was a call for nurses to help out on the front line just because a lot of nurses had gone off sick with the virus. And there was a lot, you know, the NHS was basically on its knees. And um, all my work in fashion and TV and all of that had stopped like everybody else's. So I thought to myself, I thought instead of... Of, um, sort of staying at home in lockdown, let me actually just help out, and you know it's kind of like a, it's almost like a um, duty of care that you have as a nurse. Like you never stop being a nurse, no matter what you know whatever careers I've sort of gone outside of. That I'm always a nurse, and so when yeah, when it was needed, I thought, okay, I'll I'll go back to the hospital. Crazy now to think about it because it feels mm-hmm. like a long time ago. Yeah, because. Um, everything happens so quickly and you don't, you don't really get a chance to catch your breath. And I remember doing an interview with you guys, like you said, Lara, yeah. and that was one of the best interviews I'd done because you guys were just checking on me. And it'd been a long time since I actually like, verbalised how I felt, how it was, so just having that outlet and talking to you girls about it, yeah, that, that was one of my favourite interviews you. Oh, that well, thank I you, did. So yeah, it was very therapeutic well, for me. What I would love
1: to talk about really right now is trauma and I think all three of us at the table have had our experience with trauma trauma is a big thing at the moment whether it's big childhood trauma or whether it's Mm. trauma from lockdown Mm. and maybe we could go around the room talk a little bit about how trauma affects us what about you Lara?
2: Well I kind of wanted to introduce something else with that as well because I think um, for me one of the things when discussing trauma in a lot of these conversations there are certain words around it that brush over the meaning and one of the ones that has been coming up for me at the moment is triggers Mm -hmm. so for me a trigger is so directly associated with trauma right that when you have a conversation saying I know you're triggered but Mm -hmm. it means that there is some type of rationality around it Mm -hmm. but when something signifies you back to a place of trauma right so say if the color red, for example, Mm. triggers your trauma, then you can't rationalize that. You can't say, I know you're triggered, but... Mm. Because there's no conversation around it. It's something that is taking you to a place of deep trauma. And I think one of the things that we intrinsically have within us, you know, most people that have lived full lives, and, you know, there's obviously post-generational traumas Mm. and that sort of things. It's embedded in us and we don't know when it's gonna come up. Right.
1: Yeah, I agree. I mean, do we if we want to get specific, we are going through strange times at the moment. We've had the BLM movement, we're mm-hmm. currently in a Middle East conflict mm-hmm. that Lara and I are affected by deeply because of our heritage. And there is that generational trauma. Mm-hmm. And obviously pictures will trigger, opinions will trigger. And I wanted to maybe think about what it is that That word trigger, it's often misused, isn't it? Yeah. Isn't there this? uh, Listen, I can get triggered by anything. (laughs) I just
2: want to put it out there. Yeah, which is why it makes it flippant sometimes, because when people say trigger, they're not actually talking about a trauma trigger no you know right. more of an if emotional you, if you look at like gene aoki's song triggered yeah it makes this bitterness or something yeah. oh mm-hmm. you're being bitchy you're bitter about something you're triggered yes. by this and it's and it's actually a serious
3: word it's that a has serious yeah. word i mean for example you could see somebody that looks like your ex-boyfriend and mm-hmm. your ex-boyfriend maybe cheated on you and mm-hmm. that could mm-hmm. be a trigger but that's not something you can't sort of compare yeah that could trigger you because then it can sort of bring you back to negative feelings but then when you're talking about like you said generational trauma and things that are so deep-rooted in our history and in our culture and how they affect us. Um, then it's a different ball game. So, like you said, mm-hmm. yeah, it's it's a word that is sort of being misused a lot because a trigger is something that does. Yeah, bring you something traumatic. Mm.
1: I feel like also now that we're that we're using those words, mm. I can bring something in called gaslighting, which yeah. is yeah. a term that I've only become familiar with in the last probably two years. Yeah. And now that I have been familiar with it, I re- I recognize it so, 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 yeah, so much so ob- in my ob- life. Obvious in my, now. So obvious. Mm. And that really does tie in for me with trigger as well, because I'm getting a lot of messages, for instance, on my wall going, Well, I'm sorry this triggers you, however, you need to consider Mm. and that is that goes into a gaslighting element for me. Ah. Because don't try and change my reality and my worldview. What do you guys think? Well,
2: I think in that specific instance, how I understand it is that someone saying that they see your point of view so they seem reasonable but then go in with something else and that's mm-hmm. gaslit yes, that's you definitely. into thinking oh they're actually a reasonable person mate why am I not resonating with what they're saying after mm-hmm. that that kind of thing yes but um I kind of came up with a term <laughs> for all of these words and I'm calling them woke words yeah because these are the words
1: that are people... you claiming ownership yeah what is
2: it a thing no <laughs> is no, 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 no! I no, don't no. think it I th- is. I think no, because I'm I'm actually going to claim ownership on this because woke words. W W <laughs> woke words. Um, <laughs> no, for real though, because woke, woke words to me are the words that people think they should be using to seem like they know what they're talking about. Right. Right. So they'll just be chucking them in, and I'm so thankful for some of these words that are actually um, claiming behaviors, so that people are understanding them. I think these words that were not there before, um, create an understanding to things that people were feeling. So Mm -hmm. I'm so thankful for these words. Mm -hmm. But when when they become trending words, when they become the words that it's like, well, you know, I said gaslighting, I said, uh, you know, whatever the word of the moment is. So I must understand everything that's going on in this conversation. Mm -hmm. It negates people from actually talking about what these words, the issue at hand? Yeah, yeah, the issue at hand. Yeah,
1: yeah. So let's maybe go around the table and talk about what triggers us. Uh, yes, uh, no. how about that? And it, you know, how it doesn't have to be. It doesn't have to be negative. Just three things that trigger you and and why they trigger you. Shall I start, or so you can you start? I think Lara should I start. start. Yeah. Yes. Now that I brought up this, game. I know, I know, because so. this is a this is a
2: big big
1: topic. What triggers me? So, obviously, this, is, this podcast is being recorded and it will be released very soon, so mm. it's going to be right on time. What triggers me is unresearched opinions, and that includes myself. Mm. So sometimes, and I'm taking full ownership of that, there may be times when I'm not educated enough about a topic, and yet I get into a discussion and I haven't researched it enough as I should, and it triggers me and makes me insecure. Mm. And it also angers me when other people do it. So I, I'm going to take a little bit. of, Oh, hello, that's oh. my dog. <laughs> 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 that's my dog, grow-
2: I love that. I love that you've um, acknowledged both sides of that because sometimes we are angered by the things that we do
1: ourselves. Mm. You know. Yes. yes yeah. Uh, and that, it angers me, and so I would call that a trigger. Another trigger for me is is really I, I I just keep coming back to it it's ghosting ghosting is a hard one and again mm. I've done it also so I'm I'm again taking somewhat of an ownership I haven't done it in a long time and I'm not planning on ever doing it again but ghosting is a bad one for me it's one that it it, it happens in in all kinds of ways and I'm not I'm not even going into the big friendship relationship ghosting just a even just an just an email that you send that you never ever get a reply yeah. is a sort of a ghosting and it's a disrespectful thing. Mm. And yeah, I'd like to leave that in 2020 <laughs> yeah. if that's possible. <laughs> and a third one, a trigger for me. I think the biggest trigger of all is just is just people being rude. Mm-hmm. That makes me also be rude Mm. it makes me sad it makes me upset Mm. and it brings out a side in me that I don't like
2: so on the last one, Lolly, um, mm-hmm. what is the type of rudeness that triggers you? Because I feel like rude is a really broad banner. Yeah. Is there a certain
1: like thing that yes. someone can do so that this really? This morning just... I went to the, the news <laughs> agent. <laughs> I, see,
2: I, I think there would be a story behind this <laughs> everyday things. This so. morning
1: Tonight. I went to the news agent. That I'm going to openly say on this podcast, I had been banned to go to. Oh, even my doggy is uh,
2: <laughs> all riled even up. Jay's all riled like up. By the, yeah. this. morning agent.
1: I went to the um, to the news agent.
2: Yeah, he doesn't like the news agent. He doesn't like the news agent. No, No. to be fair, neither do
1: (laughs) So this morning I went to the news agents and... The news agents is a triggering place for me <laughs> because I have actually been banned from them for two years. I was banned, not because of anything I've done bad, like as in stolen something, but the owner of the news agents and I, we were not. I have to laugh right now. I'm <laughs> I want to know why. I, I
2: just sorry you don't because, get along with them either. No, no I don't. <laughs> but for years, I had to go in and do the printing. Yes. <laughs> she was not banned. allowed. I was in. not
1: allowed in there. I literally had to wait outside. Yeah. And, I I don't really know what happened, but one day I just walked in and I guess we're okay now. Well, we were until this morning oh. when I had to really badly um, scan something. And of course, our I don't know. Does anyone have a printer that ever works? Because we're on. I a,
2: don't even have one. Right there, you go. Yeah. So
1: it didn't work. Something needed to be scanned. It needed to be done quickly, right away. Because as you know, people need things done. Done. Exact. Yeah, five minutes ago. Mm. So so I went in and and I'm I'm a bit teary at the moment. Mm. It's just that you know, yeah. it's just that yeah. time right now. Yeah. So he looks at me. He's like, "Oh, oh you look terrible." <laughs>
2: Sen- oh my goodness! Oh, Sen- 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 this looks- man is so cheeky. <laughs> <He's> so cheeky. <laughs> he is so cheeky. And I know. I went.
1: I know. I'm really stressed out. He's like, "No, I mean terrible." And then he goes, "I won't say the name." He goes, XX, and that's his that's his friend mm. or his partner. Doesn't she look terrible today? Oh, no. oh my goodness! So I went. I went. No, I know. I'm just not feeling very well. He's like, no, I, I can tell. I'm like, can I just get this the sketch? He's like, calm down. Oh God, calm. not. now oh, here's the thing, thing in the history woman, of like... telling women to calm down. <laughs> yeah.
3: How many women have
1: calmed down, Sarah? <laughs> None.
3: Okay, thank That's you. That's like the quickest way to get us to just turn it <laughs> exactly. Up.
1: Yeah. So, so, so of course I didn't calm down. No. <laughs> and of course it's 7:30 a.m., which is the, and it's the only place open. So, I didn't get my scanning. I didn't get my printing. And I am thus again banned. So, and sorry. On that, can I just say, he also reads
2: my um things when he prints them out. And I find it incredibly rude. So every does, time yeah. when we used to print out our radio scripts, um, because we're old school, we like it in front of us on paper, yeah. he would go oh, this is interesting. What are you doing? And yeah, they yeah. be like, what station are you? I'm like, you're not supposed to read it. <laughs> no. is, that, is that not a thing? Like, when you're getting something printed out, the person is not supposed no. to read it. No, it could be a confidential
3: document. <laughs> he doesn't
2: know that. Yeah, oh. Oh. either way. So,
1: yeah, those are my three triggers. Sarah, not to put you on the spot, but no, to put you on the fine. spot. Yeah, what riles <laughs> you up? What, what riles r- me up? Oh. Well, what triggers you? or yeah. What do you recognise in yourself that, yeah. you know, what, you, whatever it is, whatever mm. the word
3: means to you? Oh, gosh, I'm trying to think. I the mean, Word, I think, yeah. I think, um, I think like this past year, there's been it feels like every week, every month is something new. There's always like you, you get over one thing and you're not even over it, and then something else happens. So, for me, I find like conversations around race. I think that for me, that's always a massive trigger. Mm-hmm. Um, have you guys heard of this show? I think it's uh Leanne Pinnock from Little yes. Mix who, d- who did this, uh, I've documentary seen it. about race. Yes. And uh, yeah. I haven't seen it, I haven't yet. Seen it yeah. yet. I've seen Ooh.
2: snippets of it, um, yeah what she was talking about yeah. looks incredibly interesting. Yeah, it looks
3: really interesting and I'm and I'm so glad that it's that that you know these conversations are being had and like they you know they're given the platform but I made a conscious decision about a year ago not to wash anything that to do with race because I mean it's one thing to live it and I mean I saw clips of it like you said as mm. well um and I could relate to what they were saying. Um,
1: Do you want us to talk about a little bit what they were saying, just for context, for international viewers? For international viewers, yeah.
3: So it's a documentary um, that discusses about race, um, inequality and power sort of within the music industry Mm -hmm. um, and how particularly black women are um, sort of either held back or um, sort of perceived as bullies and sort of these kind of things and how they get treated a lot differently to their white counterparts. Mm -hmm. Um, And so there were clips from different... Uh, black singers. so I think it was like Alexandra Burke mm-hmm. and um, Keisha from Sugar Babes mm-hmm. and uh, who else was it a couple of other mm-hmm. sort of musicians and um, yeah so for me race and talking about things like that I think is great and I'm glad that documentaries get made but I think for me personally I don't like watching I've, I've made a conscious decision not to watch things around race and everything because it's for me it's triggering and mm-hmm. you know experiencing it is one thing but then having to listen to other people's trauma like i could you know i've i've not watched that documentary i'm probably not not because i i think it's a bad i think it's great and i think it's great, it's good that it's being done but i'm not going to learn anything new because i live that experience and so for me watching it is just it's something that's just going to negatively affect me in a way and for me that, that's a trigger so and i'd say that's probably one of the biggest triggers um
1: but well done for for finding that self care that yeah, you say. Yeah. That I you think they do is
3: it. yeah, and I think there's so many like especially on Netflix they have like a Black Lives Matter of sort of series and it talks about all these different things and I think it is great but at the same time I think there's so much I mean you can go on Netflix and watch loads of like documentaries about people who have been like wrongfully convicted yeah. and um, yeah, all correct. these kind of stories that you can watch and um, yeah at some point it beca- it's, it's too personal in a way and mm. you think because you know I know you know these things happen and you feel and you feel so like. Um, you feel like, you know, you can't... It, it, it's just... Yeah. It, for me, it's just a trigger. That's a thing uh, Yeah. You know, so I just... It's, it's, it's hard
2: because, like, some people will pressure you when you're in a situation yeah. to be knowledgeable about everything that's and going just, on. And to talk about and, everything and that it, happens. And yeah. To, like, yeah. the onus is on you. Yeah. And it's like... Uh, it, like last said, well done that... You can put those barriers up because mm. that's
3: actually a quite a hard thing to do. Yeah. I think absolutely. A and second one, anything a else? A second dirt? one, or oh, let me see. Do you know what a new trigger is for me now? And and this is probably going to be, make me sound like a shit friend, but um, and I, this is like literally in the last like couple of months, and I think it's because of like lockdown and stuff, but. Like, all my friends are either, like, pregnant or engaged <laughs> or, like, getting married. I agree! You know, listen, and I'm happy for everybody, don't get me yeah. wrong. And for the first time, like, I've been single for a long time, but yeah. I've always been, like, super busy. Yeah. I've always had things. So, for me, I've always thought, I've never been one of these girls who, like, dreams of getting married and, like, mm. having a family. Sure. And so, like, this year, that's kind of changed. And it's I'm a am like, much, hey? Right? Mm. And now I'm thinking, oh, my God, maybe I should, like, think about settling down and... And then, like last year, I had I had like two really shit experiences with guys. Like one of them ghosted me, asshole. But anyway, yeah. that's, that's another he story. Did. Yeah. yeah, that's another story. But that triggered me because I think like if you've ever experienced rejection in any way. And then somebody then does that. Yeah. yeah. You, you can't help but think, well, what's wrong with me? Like, how, how come everyone else is, like, having their happy ever after? And you can't help but think that. So I think for me, that's like a new trigger where I'm thinking, I don't know, because I just turned 36 as well. So I think ha- just having a birthday as well, mm-hmm. sort of. And then obviously we're women, so I'm thinking, do my eggs even work now? And then you start thinking, but then at the same time, I'm like, but I've never been, I've never... Like attempted to like settle down or anything like that. Mm. It's not been a priority. So at the same time, I have to like think about it logistically and think, okay, well, this is a new thing. Like so, it's not gonna like I'm not gonna get married tomorrow. But um, but yeah, so that's like yeah, no, it's like yeah, you start thinking, oh, maybe I've left it too late, or maybe I've you know. Yeah, I and and for so me this yeah. turned into a trigger, and I've never even thought of that before. It's really so that's interesting. an interesting one. Should for me. also be kind of noted, I
1: suppose, that you know whatever we see on social media, as we all know, doesn't necessarily.
2: No, right? <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Yeah.
1: Lars, well, should we go to you? Yeah,
2: sure. I mean, okay. So my triggers. The first one I'm gonna do is not that deep, but it just annoys me, and I don't know why. It really, gets under my skin. Maybe it's because I have resting bitch face, but um, like, and resting bitch face is my natural face in my natural format looks unhappy, right? I I, could not agree less. (laughs) It does not mean that I, like, if you catch me just like this, I'm not like, my eyes don't smile, okay? (laughs) So I always get people coming up to me going, You're too pretty to frown, or Why aren't you smiling? And uh, first of all, Ugly people should be unhappy. Is that know, what you're right? saying? <laughs> yeah. uh, hold the, and also, why do I have to be happy all the time? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And I think in our industry as well, like, like it goes a little bit deeper that, you know, presenting and doing anything media-facing, you do have to be happy and there's an mm. on-switch. But when you're in your own time, I really want to switch that switch off and yeah. I want to be grumpy sometimes yeah. and uh, like, I can be a little bit moody. Um, so, yes... Let me frown yeah. and let me be in my feelings when I want to. And so that's like a little bit of, it's a, bit of a superficial
1: trigger. I don't think it's superficial yeah, at no, it's all. all. I actually think quite the opposite. First of all, as your best friend, I know very well that you are the least bitchiest girl on right? the planet yeah. the least and it and it really fucks me off this is our podcast so yes. i can say fuck yes it fucks me off when people say and they don't say this often they you do know sometimes. no they don't <laughs> but it's like is she mad at me because she's no nah. she's just doing her that's own thing for a second nah. it's not about you at all yeah it's, do you see what i mean yeah and there's also like
2: a secondary thing where it's like oh when a certain people uh, a, when people look a certain way or do a certain thing that their character has to be a certain way as well oh, yeah 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 so do you guys find as well like you know obviously we're all presenters uh for radio or whatever like that and that comes with the traditional bubbliness mm. to it so you know when you're not performing in that kind of way there's almost this oh okay is she even, like, is she even who she says she is? Yeah. Yeah. Like, well, is she, is she even who she says she is? Like, kind of I thing. know. Because they've uh, applied
3: this character to you mm. and it's incredibly frustrating. That's the thing about social media, isn't its is You can go through someone's feed and sort of subconsciously, you don't even consciously doing it, but you can just sort of decide who somebody is based on Completely like their beard. Yeah. And, it's, oh God, I've had it so many times where people are like, oh, my God, you're so nice. Nice. Yeah. D- that, d- that, Especially that's that in thing, fashion. When yeah. they meet you and they
2: go,
1: oh, my God, you're so much nicer than I thought you
3: were, yeah. would be.
2: I'm like, oh,
1: that is not a compliment. Yeah. I very often get um, your photos don't do you just.
2: I know. <laughs> I know.
1: <laughs> Which
3: I find really. <laughs>
1: and I like the filter. a good thing because you, I don't you know. look better
3: in person than I, in pictures. Well, I don't. I don't I'm yeah. not sure because, I, yeah.
1: I, you, you know, that may have not, come across the way I wanted it to. It's, <laughs> uh, it's, it's not a it's not no, as a compliment. It, it no, it doesn't. Yeah, no, yeah, it, it doesn't, it I, I doesn't I didn't,
2: feel like a compliment. Yeah, no, no, Sorry, yeah, I, I may have like said this the wrong
1: way. Yeah. It's a bit of a backhanded, backhanded. one. Yeah. Uh, it's like, you don't need to use all these filters. Like yeah. You're okay. Oh, and it's, see, it's, it's, okay, it's yeah, like, yeah, that, it's, fine. It's more that kind of thing. Yeah. So Anyway, back to you last. Oh, sorry.
2: Well, back to me. Back to you. that. No, so my second one, and it kind of touches on Sarah's one, um... And it normally happens when you go to a family gathering or you catch up with friends for that you haven't seen in a while. And if you are single at the time, the first thing they want to do is set you up oh God! and did i ask <laughs> to be set up and you know i i went back to australia um and uh, sorry <laughs> Actually, really sorry mom That's sorry great. dad and hopefully That's the person one. is not listening <laughs> <laughs> but we're no, gonna you know, hopefully he is no, no 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 we're gonna have to spill some tea here yeah <laughs> let's, yeah let's spill the tea let's uh, spill all of the tea i got home and papa fraser was on a mission Papa Fraser was on a mission, right? He was like, la, we're going to set you up with a good Jewish doctor.
4: Gonna
2: <laughs> and you're going to get married and stay in Australia was the agenda really? that was going on. <laughs> but he must have gone and discussed this with his best friend, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> Who has then gone to the larger community and I'm, I'm sure they had a little... They had a little basic lineup mm-hmm. of oh. the people. And I've sat down for the first conversation and I'm like, I'm not having it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I, I'm not having it. I was actually dating someone anyway back yeah. here, yeah. but I hadn't told my parents yet. Yeah. And uh, so I was like, oh my God, just leave me alone. But also, it's totally okay not to want to. Exactly, even if I wasn't, and that's another triggering thing. If I wasn't, you know, there's a societal pressure being at a certain age that Mm. there's this rush, rush, rush. You need to be in a relationship so that you can have kids and so that you can get married, and that might not be in the plans for some people, you know.
1: Mm -hmm. Um, But that's really interesting that you say that uh, because that's actually it's actually really unfair. Can we all agree on that? Anyone because it's just never really good enough, is it? Even yeah. When you When you're engaged, when you guys getting married, when you're married, yeah. when you're having a kid, why you know When you're having you have a, the next kid. When yeah. you're having your next kid. Wait, you have three kids. That's a bit ridiculous. What yeah. do you go? How are you going to pay for it? Is it yeah. ever ending? Yeah. <laughs> and uh, the yeah.
2: onus is always on the female. <laughs> like you know, say, yeah. a guy of my age, uh, you know, will not. No one's. No one's yeah. questioning when he's having kids. So uh, anyway, I then I. I thought it was being put to bed. And then I start receiving Facebook messages from certain gentlemen. (laughs) And they're, like, mentioning my dad's best friend's name as well. And I'm like, oh, my God, Dad, you've set me up. So I've just left it. I've left it. And then my dad goes has a gentleman messaged you on Facebook? (laughs) (laughs) I am like, oh, my God. But, you know, it's all out of love. Yeah, It's all out of love, but I think that as women, we do feel these pressures, and Mm -hmm. it it can trigger women if your first question is, do you have a boyfriend? Mm -hmm. Do you have a kid? Mm -hmm. You know, because that's putting the self-worth of her in her relationship status or her,
1: you know. And I find it really hard, I mean, I I think without giving too much away about my age, but I want to say that when you're a certain age, mm. there's often a reason you don't have a kid. Absolutely. Mm. And very seldom that reason is, is that you don't want a kid.
3: Mm. I'm mm. sorry
1: to say that. No, of And course. I've spoken to a lot of women about that. Mm. Um, so I think people need to just be a little calmer. A little calmer. And a little bit understanding that if you're married and um, you're clearly mm. loving... Mm. Yeah, sorry, also, oh, sorry. No, also no. that
2: it actually isn't a, t- a table fronting topic. Actually, yes. these these are personal matters. I wouldn't go and start talking about your genitals on right, the table. Right. That's personal. <laughs> yeah, that's personal. You know, so, like, no, these are, this is not a, like, light topic for a lot of people. So Yay. I think it should be taken off the, uh, um the dinner conversation. I completely agree with you.
1: I think we can all agree on this. I mean, it's, it's interesting how both of you said similar things with regards to, you know, you're both 30, I'm a little bit older, but for me, I think even when I was... In, I met my husband when I was 30 and I was already considered very old at the time, oh, yeah, you know, yeah, to be yeah. meeting my husband. And I was like, well, you know, any of the guys I have dated before, mm. I'm not sure where I would be today, but let's just yeah. say it would not be good. No, <laughs> so, yeah. Also, I feel like often marriages have a bit of better chance sometimes. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah, right. So I want to tie this all back in because we've kind of said where we're at now with all of these different Mm, situations. And this is the What's Next podcast. So we're talking about moving forward. And part of this is I, and sorry, I, we both wanted to see ways forward, practical ways, things that can be positive to bring out of any of these situations. Mm. So I kind of wanted to go around the table and um, if we can imagine kind of, alternate scenarios or ways forward Mm. for any of the things that are triggering us. Um, Lau, take the microphone. Oh,
1: no pressure. Okay. Uh, So I think the change starts within, right? So I'm going to be the change. And maybe for this week or for this month, I will word, word things a little bit differently because it's interesting to be at a table with you two and to hear... And I am actually very guilty of trying to set people up often, mm. or wanting to, because I think you know that's what everybody wants, right? Mm. So, going forward, I I may reconsider that, mm. and maybe I don't think it's a bad thing to set people but up. But it might be I'll good be, to, ask. Might, to ask to yeah. ask, but yeah. not, yeah. not, not give a number and say okay. <laughs> exactly, and yeah, just say, hey. Might, yeah. Um, instead of, oh, God, you think... No, which I don't actually say that, but (laughs) but just to be a little bit more mindful. See if it's something they want. They want, exactly. So thank you for that. That is, And also, I will take take your advice on switching off, especially for Mm -hmm. me right now with the Middle East conflict, and that doesn't mean I don't care at all, but I think I need to have... I I need to look after myself a little bit better and... And something really resonated, not resonated, but also I realized something when you said Netflix earlier, because maybe a lot of these shows are meant for people like myself. Mm. Maybe I'm meant to be learning about your culture. Mm. Maybe that's that's far more important yeah. than I watch the and Penner because you've lived it, <laughs> yeah. okay? Yeah. Not that's that. a good point, yeah. Right, So so I'm going to be doing that. Mm. I'm going to actually sit down and watch about other cultures instead of ruminating about what's happening in mine all the time, yeah. educate myself more about others. And also take the pressure
3: off myself at the same time. Mm-hmm. I love that. Yeah, I love that. Was that.
2: that was beautiful. What about you?
3: Yeah, so I think the same. And like I've been sort of proactive in like, because yeah, like you know, we you just do have to put yourself first at some point. So I like like I said, I actively just don't engage, like watch things that I know are just going to make me like upset or angry and just bring out negative emotion. But at the same time there's a, there's a responsibility and for my community, so for me, I try to find ways of um, of being positive in what I do, even just taking up space as a black woman on TV or doing things about health and I continue to like sort of push boundaries and mm-hmm. try to use my platform to... And I get a lot of, like, young black girls, like, you know, messaging me saying, oh, I saw you in the newspaper, I saw you on TV. Oh, and and for me, that makes me so happy. Oh, yeah. We're so happy to have you, but, like, honestly. All, all girls, not even just yeah. black girls, but even just as a woman, just, you know, taking up space and showing that, yeah, you know what, you can do, you can be on social media and, and like, be into fashion and all that, but you can also talk about different things and, you know... We we live in a generation where we have a lot more opportunities than our mothers did, right. you know, our grandmothers did. So as women, Gorgeous. and so we have this pressure where people say, oh, when are you getting married, when are you having kids? But... You know, we also yeah, we, want, we might want to do that. But we also have dreams and aspirations and things we want to achieve with our lives. I mean, Naomi Campbell just had a baby at fifty. You know I love times are that. changing. I love it. Times, times are, are changing. Yes. Because yes. Times this has made are me changing. so happy. happy. When I saw I mean, that say. I, I was. I was, I was like, in... I've got fifteen years. I'm good. Yeah. Actually, I <laughs> thought a little yes. bit less. A few
1: years less, but but yeah, you know, a solid ten. So Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. I was thinking
3: fabulous. You know, and, and the, she's a mum. Yeah. Photo with the yeah. fee, I know. And you know. Sorry, lot no, topic, no, no, no,
2: no. That's
3: like beautiful. Gone but but like, beautiful. The world has changed so much, but... Uh... Like our ideas and what we expect from each other hasn't so much. Mm. Like now we live a lot longer, so going back to health, you know, we our life expectancy is a lot higher than it would be. It's like eighty five now. is like a the average life expectancy, whereas twenty years ago it would have been like sixty five. So we're a lot healthier. We eat better. We work out more. We're conscious about the planet. A lot of people are now like vegan and vegetarian. So even what we feed our body, we we live a lot longer. So mm. it's fine to have a baby in your forties as a woman. Yeah. Like, and there's so many different ways you can do surrogacy. You can adopt. Like there's so many different avenues. Um, so it's about like finding sort of what works for you. So um, sorry, I've lost. I'll, I'll no, 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 no that's really interesting. That's really but, um, interesting. Yeah. That's what's next, yeah. really. That
2: is that's
3: what's next. Yeah. That, is what's yeah. next. Yeah. that is what's next. Yeah. 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 What's yeah. next for you?
2: For sure. um, I think on the topics that I was discussing, I think instead of getting annoyed by something and being silent about it. Explaining where you're coming from is so important right. because people aren't mind readers. No. So whether it is about the dating thing, about the smiling thing or whatever it is, saying, okay, that's making me feel this type of way. And I think having those really honest, raw conversations with people that let them know your perspective of it because mm-hmm. I think sometimes we get angry with people and they don't know they've done anything wrong. Yeah. You know, And so you sit there and you can be seething over it and then they're not mind readers, no. right? Yeah, that right. made you feel a certain way. You say, "Okay, cool. Can you not say that to me because it makes me feel like crap?" Such mm. a good you point. Know? Yeah. yeah. Um, so I think what's next in the way I see it is just calm, explanatory conversations with people if you're feeling a type of way. Yeah,
3: love that. And also, everyone's opinion comes from their own lived experience. Or, you know, we all we all come from different walks of life. We all have different experiences. So every, whoever's opinion comes from their perspective, mm. and. Yeah, it's about learning and being open to talking. And there's so many different topics that we see. Maybe it's about, you know, LGBTQ community or mm-hmm. women's rights. I remember remember when um, this, poor, this poor girl, God rest her soul, Sarah Everett, who went missing. And that sort of sparked a lot of conversation on, yeah. on social media and Twitter. And that was a triggering thing for all women. Yeah. Or when, I think, I, I don't yeah. know, for some reason, I mean, you, you hear about Just this. For she was walking home. That's
1: all she did. Yeah, she was
3: <laughs> Literally, that's all she did. But yeah. I think
1: we should really actually talk about that. I'd yeah. love to have somebody on the show next yeah. week to discuss that. Let's yeah, get into sure, that too. in detail Let's, because yeah. I
3: think
2: there's a lot of triggering things as women, and this is a female show at the moment um, at that I think we need to unpack why that experience was so emotive for so many people. So let's do that on the next show, definitely. Let's do it on the next
1: show. And I just want to say... Welcome back to the Lalas. We're no longer at home and we have another La. We have yes. Sarah on the You're show. Lala. Yeah. And if I can ask a favor, if you've enjoyed the show, maybe you can consider giving us five stars and leaving a review and letting us also know if there's anything that you'd like to hear or you'd like to discuss. And we're all ears. Yes, Thank you for tuning you- in. Oh, sorry. No. Um,
2: yes. And you can tweet us on at DJ Lara Fraser or you can pop on the
3: Instagram as well. I'm at the same. What's yours?
1: I am at Lara Pradelska on Twitter and at L Pradelska on Instagram.
3: Oh, and I am at Sarah Malindwa on Twitter and at Malindwa on Instagram.
1: And that wraps up the very first show of the second season of Well, We're No Longer at Home with the Lalas. We are What's (laughs) Next next? with the Lalas. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for tuning in. Thank you.